Thanks for tuning in. You're now listening to the latest podcast from House SF. For more information about House and our heart for the city, please make sure to visit our website at www.housesf.org. pray for us, and then we'll take a seat and we'll just dig in. How's that sound? Good. Lord, we love you so much. What an absolute honor it is to get to come together as family and corporately just worship you and just give you praise for all that you're doing, all that you're doing in our lives, in the church, just throughout the world, God. We thank you. We thank you that you are moving. Father, we thank you that you are powerful, God. And Lord, I thank you that it just takes a moment with you and we're just forever changed, God. And Lord, I thank you that you continue to fuel us up with everything we need to just go out and just be the change that you want to see in our world, Lord. We thank you so much, God. Would you just open up our, our, our eyes and our hearts and our minds just to be encouraged um, by what you want to share today. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Take a seat. Well, has everyone been enjoying the little series slash theme slash thing we've been talking about the last few months? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So those that might be visiting for the first time, first of all, I'm Anne-Marie, and I'm just so glad you're here. Um, But we've been in a season of pressing in and learning more about who? Holy Spirit. That's right. And we kicked things off just kind of talking about big picture, Holy Spirit. Who is he? Does everyone um, receive him? Yes. And we all have him living inside of us when we receive him. And he's got amazing, amazing gifts for us. Amen? Amen. And so we got to dig in on spiritual gifts and we got to have a panel and kind of share different stories of how we see his gifts alive in us. And it looks a little different for everyone, right? He just so uniquely moves through us. And there's just such beautiful expressions to his gifts. So we digged in and we talked about that. And and I love that how Craig brought an awesome word last Sunday talking about when we live a life led by the Spirit, we're going to see fruit. Amen? We're going to see fruit. And that fruit is actually going to speak to those around us. That fruit is going to inspire us and encourage us. Whoa, Lord, you are alive and well and working in my life. But that fruit is is just an opportunity to show others, hey, taste and see. Because the Lord is just so, so good. And I love how he kind of capped things off and, and really pointed big picture that Holy Spirit, living a life that is empowered by Holy Spirit, is to what? It's to ultimately glorify God and point people to Jesus. It's so good. Have you all just loved this? Has God shown you new things in this? Yes. We had the opportunity at the beginning to pray and lay hands on people and to just impart gifts into people. And what I want to talk about today is, okay, now we all agree. We've we've acknowledged who Holy Spirit is and and we've received his gifts, but now what are we going to do with them? Now what are we going to do with them? As I kind of close us off in this conversation and we'll step into to something else in the next couple, of, couple coming uh, Sundays, it's our, it's our prayer that we, 
We wouldn't just close the book and let this just be on the shelf somewhere. Amen? So my question is, what are we going to do to continue to fuel that fire of what God has deposited in us? Because it can't just stay here, church. It can't just stay here. God wants to do way too much in and through us. It cannot just stay here. This can't just be something, a series that we just, it lives on the podcast or we put it on the shelf. No, this has to become a way of life. Amen? Because God wants to do too much goodness. And he wants to, and he's chosen to do it in and through each and every one of you. So how are we going to keep this relevant? How are we going to continue to live empowered by the Holy Spirit? How is this, how are we not going to allow this to just fizzle out? How are we going to keep it at the forefront and stay hungry to see God move? It's a good question. In first, uh, or second Timothy rather, I love this scripture. Paul is a, writing to, Paul's kind of like a father figure to this guy named Timothy. And, um, and he's just been mentoring him and raising him up. And he actually sent this guy, Timothy, I'm going to read the scripture in a minute, but to give you context, um, he sent out Timothy to pastor a church, the church of Ephesus. And he's writing to Timothy here, and I love it because he's actually kind of asking that same question or that same challenge of, okay, now that I've put you in leadership, now that you're out there and you're making a difference, how are you going to sustain yourself? And he says right here this challenge, and, and I just want to just acknowledge that this is actually Paul's final letter he ever wrote. So in a way, these are Paul's final words. So if you imagine you only had one thing to tell the person that you've been pouring into and encouraging and mentoring, this is what he chose to tell Timothy. So there's, there's urgency in this letter like no other letter that Paul's ever written. There's an urgency. And what he tells Timothy 2 Timothy 1.6, he says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Fan into flame. I love the Passion Translation says it like this. I'm writing to encourage you. Paul is wanting to put courage into Timothy. To continue on, I'm writing to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. Do you realize what's inside of you? You too have a spark. You too have a flame. You too have gifts inside of you. You too have Holy Spirit inside of you. So the same encouragement as we kind of close out this series, I want to encourage and impart this challenge to you, friend, son, daughter, fan it into flame. Don't let it just be a a teaching that you sat under for a couple of months. Allow this to be a lifestyle. Fan it into flame. So yesterday, Craig and I just celebrated six years of marriage. 
we've known each other for almost seven years. And, and I, I was thinking about, you know, when people talk about relationships, they, like when you meet someone for the first time, oh, there's just this spark. This spark just came up. And, and when you get married, you, you are presented an opportunity to either fan that flame and to continue to pursue one another, or there could be a challenge in some marriages that we see that that spark begins to dwindle. Your fire could, potentially, if you're not intentional about pursuing that fire, can dwindle and can actually be extinguished. And so when I was thinking about this, a fan into flame, yes, like example point, example with us, we have the choice to pursue just not just any marriage, but a marriage that was just bursting at the seams, a marriage that we love each other, a marriage where we challenge each other, a marriage where we're not going to settle just for second best or just go with the flow, but a marriage that's going to change the world, a marriage that will be a trophy for others and a mantle for others, a marriage that would point all glory to God. That's the kind of marriage God is after, amen? Amen. And so it was up to us to grow that flame. To grow that flame. But here's the thing. If we're not aware that we've got a flame, and we're not intentional of maintaining that fire, it it will surely dwindle into embers. And on... There's another question I want to ask us, you know, what puts out a fire? Because if we're not intentional about it and we're not aware about it, we can actually extinguish our fire. So before I tell you how to grow your fire and how to live on fire, I need to call out the elephant in the room of what could stop your fire, right? So how do you put out a fire? Stop, drop, and roll. Right? Does anyone remember that at school when they tell you if you get if you get caught on fire, you need to stop, drop, and roll. And I'm not going to demonstrate it, but does everyone remember this? Right? Stop, drop, and roll. Funny story. When I was in, I actually lived in Arkansas for a short amount of time with my family, and. I remember, this has nothing to do with anything really, I just want to tell you this story. Um, <laughs> but when we moved to Australia, or not Australia, when we moved to Arkansas, uh, we did a safety drill. But being a California girl in an Arkansas, I thought, okay, the only two things I knew was stop, stop, drop, and roll, and I knew fire wasn't about this. So the only other thing I knew was earthquakes. So stop, drop, and roll, or excuse me, for earthquakes, it's duck and cover, right? So the, the, t- the teacher, I don't know why I'm telling you this, just go with it. Um, the teacher was like, okay, guys, we're going to do our emergency plan. Everyone take positions. So I get under my desk, and I duck and cover, just like I've been taught to do, and everyone's looking at me like, who is this California chick? There are no earthquakes in Arkansas. <laughs> doing and they've all done the tornado emergency drill which is not duck and cover and it's not stop and chop and roll but what was I lacking awareness I was gonna tie it back one way or another I was lacking awareness 
of my environment. You guys, the same can be true to the fire that's in us. If we're not aware of our environment and the impact that it might be having on us, it's so important to be aware. And then secondly, it's so important to be intentional. You are to be on the front foot with your fire. Did you know actually your environment shouldn't be impacting what's inside of you? You should be impacting what's around you. That fire should leave you and set fire to that that is around you. But it takes awareness and intentionality. So stop, drop, and roll. What do I mean by that? What does that look like in the context of the fire that's in us? You know, some of that fire, yes, it's spiritual gifts, but it's also the gift. It's Holy Spirit himself. So stop, drop, and roll. How could I just put out my fire? Well, I just stop engaging. I stop engaging in a relationship with Holy Spirit. I stop talking to him. I stop reading about him. It can actually be quite gradual. Yeah. It can actually be quite, quite gradual. And then maybe, you know, I'm just not really feeling it. And so I'm just going to kind of drop out of community. I'm going to stop engaging with him, and I'm, I'm definitely not going to surround myself with the people that are in love and infatuated with him. I'm going to pull myself out of community because I, I, I just, I don't feel like it. I'm going to drop out of community because maybe I feel like ashamed, which is such a lie from the enemy. I'm going to drop out because, I don't know, just isolation's just easier for me. Stop, drop, and roll. All of a sudden, I stop engaging with Holy Spirit. I stop, I just cut off my life supply that is Him, the Word of God. I just stop eating. I drop out of community, so I'm not being challenged or fed. And you know what happens next? I'm just going to roll with the punches. I'm just going to go with the flow. All of a sudden, I'm living a life without intentionality. Stop, drop, and roll. It's what puts our fire out. It's what puts our fire out. Another thing I think that puts our fire out Did you know you are the light of the world? Did you know that's who you are? You know that light inside of you, that flame inside of you. You are the light of the world. But another way to extinguish a flame, the sure, I was going to say sure, fire away. (laughs) The sure way to extinguish a flame is to hide it. You smother it. And it goes out. So another way to put out our fire is to hide our fire. I love in Matthew. It says this, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Smother it. Extinguish. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heaven, your heavenly Father. I like, I'm going to say a lot about the Passion Translation. I love it. Um, your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? 
If we expose what we've got, that flame's going to grow. It's going to grow brighter. And I'm here to encourage you that your light, your flame, is not just for yourself, but it's to spark and set fire to a city that you reside in. So don't hide it. Engage with it. Engage with Holy Spirit. Engage with that fire that's in you. And be proud of what's in you. Be proud of what's in you, this light, this fire. I was listening to a a podcast, actually, Melody sent me this podcast this week, and and the pastor was having a laugh. He was talking about the world's worst children's uh, ministry song. (laughs) And he was, uh, you probably all know this, but this little light of mine, your light is never meant to be little. Oh, my. Never meant to be little. This flame was only meant to grow. Never meant to be a spark. Why do you think Paul is encouraging Timothy to fan it into the flame? He's not saying, good on you, buddy. You got a light, you got a flame. Good for you. That should suffice and that should carry you through. No, he's saying, if we want to reach the world, which is the mandate on our lives, we need to fan this into flame for ourselves so that we can boldly use every gift God has given us and that we can set fire to those around us. This light of yours was never meant to be little. It's up to us to grow it. Amen? Okay, good. Are you, are you excited to grow it? I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> This flame, you've got to acknowledge it. We've got to be aware of it. There's intentionality, but there's also one other thing. In order for us to grow this flame, we need to be available. We need to be available. We need to allow God to fuel that fire inside of us. And how do we do that? How, what are we being available for? For him to move through us. To be available that I actually do want to choose a life empowered by the Holy Spirit. I actually do want to use every gift you've given me. That takes availability. It takes availability. Last Sunday, um, yeah, last Sunday, Sergi's better half left uh, a great poem in this group chat that we have. (laughs) Christine, she's amazing. And uh, I love what she, she just wrote this like gorgeous poem. At first I was like, is this a passion translation? Because this is so good. But then I realized, no, this is just Christine's heart. It's so good. But she said, love will spread like wildfire if only we allow ourselves to be the kindling. Love will spread like wildfire if only we allow ourselves to be the, the kindling. So step one is really to stay lit, right? Yeah, stay lit. (laughs) Keep that fire lit inside of you. But step two, you've got to allow this fire to grow. And I believe that what allows this fire to grow is if we simply go. 
It, it requires action. It requires movement on our behalf. We allow God to go into the places where maybe we try to hide. We allow God to use us, and we boldly go and step into all that he's called us to. We grab a hold of every opportunity he has for us. Go. There's got to be movement. When I was preparing for this message, I was thinking about about fire and like just the natural state of fire. And we're actually talking with a friend of ours who's, goodness, has just been battling with all that's been going on in Reading. And I know we were, we were praying for our family there. And, and um, then it's just been chaos there. But we were talking to him and, and just that day, another fire had, had sparked up. And, and he said, actually, we're, this, we're gonna be okay because this fire is spreading into what another fire had already burned. So there was no ground for this fire to take. So it could only go so far. So my question to us is, what ground do we need to give God to take a hold of so that fire would spread through us? There might need to be some internal ground we need to let God finally get a hold of so that fire can spread internally. Or, better yet, maybe you need to start taking ground yes. and allow God's fire to overflow into your environment. Amen? What ground do you need to take today? What ground do we need to just lay down as a surrenderance to our Lord? What do we need to surrender? What ground? Is it your workplace? Let him set fire to your workplace. Is it in your relationships? Where do you need to give him ground so that this fire can grow and grow and grow? Is it using those gifts? The reason... Paul wrote to Timothy, really like the big takeaway of this letter was to encourage Timothy, Timothy to boldly use what God had given him. Yeah. So what ground do you need to boldly walk into and allow God to move through you? Friends, it's time to just give it a go and use your spiritual gifts. I understand. I understand that they're, they can be quite daunting or mysterious, and I get it. And, and, and please, if you missed any of the, the messages in the last couple of months, go back because we've really unpacked the spiritual gifts. But at the end of the day, it's just living a life empowered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he only, he only can give good gifts. That's the only gifts he knows how to give. So just give it a go. Give them ground. Let them move through you. And let them move through you in new and fresh ways. I guarantee that fire will spread. I think sometimes we, um, we resist because we're afraid. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like if I step out because I feel like, Lord, yeah, you've given me a word of encouragement for someone. Well, what if I didn't hear right? Or but what if they don't receive it? Or what if I mess it up? You can't mess it up. Just give it a go. Just give it a go. But I do think it's when we try to control Holy Spirit that we lose. There's no more ground for him to set fire to. 
Amen? It's when we restrain. It's when we hold back. I love and um, man, I've just been like declaring this scripture over myself. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 4:19. Short one, you can remember it. Do not quench the spirit. It's not as scary as it sounds. The Passion Translation breaks it down like this. Never restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. That's such a beautiful invitation God is inviting us into, right? You have an opportunity to continue to fuel this fire. Did you know? Yes, we already established this light isn't meant to stay small. It's meant to grow and grow and grow so that others will see this light. Amen? So this is a beautiful challenge, and this is in the most loving way. I'm challenging all of us. Don't restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. You can trust him. You can trust him. Please, Just step out and see what he sets fire to. Amen? Amen. Good. Good. I love, um, I love worship. Anybody else here love worship? I just seriously love it. Sometimes I don't, I can't put into words what I'm feeling or longing for or expressing and wanting to see more of. And I feel like worship songs and music just allow us to just identify with these words and express maybe what's just so deep, deeply rooted in our hearts that we just want to get out or declare. And I just, I love it. I, I do, I agree with what Ken was saying earlier. We're called to live a lifestyle of worship. And I was listening to this song the other day by Amanda Cook. And um, Stephanie, and I can't say her last that's it. Um, but there's this verse. Like great singer. Great singer. I love it. <laughs> so good. There's this line. Um, and I'll go ahead and invite up the worship team. There's this line that said, uncontrolled, uncontained. Your love is a fire burning bright for me. It's not a spark. It's not just a flame. Your love is a light that all the world will see. All the world will see. Church, will we put fear aside to step in to all that God has for us? Church, will we boldly shine our light so that the world could see hope and love and have an encounter with Jesus, the one that adores them, the one that has made a way their Savior. Will we allow that light to shine brightly before the world? Will we allow this spark to not just stay a spark or an ember, but will we do Will we do what we need to do behind the scenes to fuel our relationship with Holy Spirit? Will we fan that flame? Will we be willing to give God the ground, give him full permission 
to use us to be a spark that will just set a wildfire. Church, will we do that? This big light of mine, I will let it shine. Amen? Will we let it shine? Will we constantly pursue him? Will we live with an uncontainable fire? Do you know that's the call for each of your lives? To live with an uncontainable fire that no one can extinguish, that no one can put out, and one that sparks others into their destiny. Can we live with that kind of fire? I know you can. Your Father knows you can. All we need to do is be the kindling and allow him to do the rest. All we need to do, the big takeaway from everything you've been saying the last few months, we want an equation. How can I live that life? All you need to do is be. Be. Be aware. Be intentional. Be available. Just be. And Holy Spirit will do the rest in his strength, in his power, and for the glory of God. All we need to do is be. Let your light shine. Let your fire grow. Let's live an uncontained, unrestrained. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hey, could we just like put our hand up and say, Lord, we commit to this. We commit to this. Will you stand? Will you stand? This is you taking a stance in your life. This is you saying, Lord, everything you've been teaching and speaking into our house the last couple of months, Lord, we stand in agreement that, Lord, it doesn't end today, but it carries forward. And it's going to grow. It's going to grow, Father. What you've ignited here will continue to grow and grow until all the world, all the world sees you, Jesus. All the world sees you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thanks again for listening to the House SF podcast. We pray that you're encouraged today by this message. If you'd like to partner with and support our ministry, please visit us at www.housesf.org.